Good morning, Raboitai. Oi! How's everyone doing this morning? Baruch Hashem. Uh, I'm back in New York. Uh, the podcast, I know, hasn't been the most consistent, but uh, Baruch Hashem, we've been traveling a lot. We had a shiur in Miami. Then we were in Israel the past two weeks, back in New York today. Really excited to be back and going to LA on Sunday through Tuesday. Anyone would like to make a class there, uh, reach out to me. Baruch Hashem. What I would like to talk about today, um, I know that we haven't been the most consistent with the podcast, but I'd like to give you guys, as usual, a couple words of inspiration. Uh, I think why I haven't been so consistent with the podcast is because I've been taking a lot of time personally to grow and personally to just soak it all in and really, really glue myself more and more to Hashem. I, I noticed in myself personally, and I'll share this because whoever can take a piece from it, you know, it's, I think it's useful. I used to do a lot of things that I would do for the people watching. I, I used to go to a certain shul because of who's watching. I used to uh, act a certain way because of who's watching. I used to be a lot more for the opinion of the people. And recently, I've been really starting to get to point with Hashem. And obviously, I always felt his presence in my life, and I always saw what he was doing for me. But more than ever, I, I started reading the Egeret Ramban once a week. And it says, it says many things, but the thing that stuck with me the most is that you should put your eyes down and have your heart up. And I think that's so powerful. And, and I took that for life. You know, it doesn't matter where you pray, who cares who's there, who cares who's looking, who cares what, who's saying what. It doesn't matter what you're doing throughout your life, meaning who's around you. It doesn't make a difference. If a person puts his eyes on the floor and guards his eyes and looks inside of himself to his inner greatness and what he has to offer to this world and what his purpose in life here is about and you just think about Hashem all day long, you're going to go very far in life. <clears throat> I, I learned this morning, uh, said by Rabbi Mansur, he was quoting the Vilna Gaon <clears throat> and the Vilna Gaon said that if a person was to take a scale Right? Now imagine you're taking out a scale and on one side you're putting 612 mitzvot in the Torah and the other side you're putting 613 mitzvot meaning you're putting one word of the Torah. What's heavier? 612 mitzvot or one word of Torah which is considered so one word fulfills the entire Torah. The Vilna Gaon said this one word of Torah outweighs the 612 mitzvot which I think is fascinating. I think it's beautiful and I think it's eye-opening. It shows you the power of the study of the Torah. And especially in this generation, especially recently, there's so much madness and so much craziness in the world. And <clears throat> if, a, if a boy or girl is not glued to the Torah, is not glued to fulfilling the Torah, is not glued to living a, a Torahic lifestyle, then you find yourself in uh, other sorts of Torahs. You find yourself, you know, lost. And I also heard of men who say this morning that we don't just learn the Torah as a meaning to, to educate ourselves and then to perform. Uh, Torah learning is a, is a means of in itself, meaning people think that, and I, I say this myself all the time, that Torah is the, is the Hora'ah, it's the instructions of how to live a life and how to go out and, and perform mitzvot. But that's not the learn. That's not why you learn Torah. The Torah learning is a, is a, has a, a means within itself. Meaning, the Torah learning is everything. The Torah learning, the the, the it's not just the Torah itself. It's tzaddik be'munato yichyeh. When I was in Miami, uh, I went with my friend Oren to this uh, 
restaurant called Mozart and we went you know just to get something he was hungry I think after the shiur or something and I had this feeling in my chest you know the Sakashigacha Prati that I'm about to meet a gadol so you know we, we rented this crazy car and we were making all sorts of noise throughout our driving you know being young and, and silly as we are and right before we go to Mozart, I had this feeling, I'm like, I'm about to meet a gadol, I'm about to meet a big tzaddik. We walk up to Mozart, I see a, a glowing face. Who do we see? Ravayal Amrami. To those who don't know who that is, he's tremendously huge in Israel. And he uploads a daily bitachon, which I listen to on WhatsApp. And he's one of the rabbis that I've been wanting to interview for a long time, and I haven't had the chance to. And Hashem makes us bump into him. And we got into a whole conversation, and I think that he loved both of us afterwards. And we were talking about this, this similar idea, and I was telling him, you know, Rabbi, Talmud Torah is Keneged Kulam, right? The learning of Torah is more important than anything. But, but why is it so hard to get to the learning itself? Why is there so many distractions? Why is the, the world we live in, it's filled with so many uh, disturbances and things that can get you away from it? And, and you know, like you're really tested with your bitachon all day. And like Michael Safdie says, you're, go you're going through the puppet of show of emotions all day. And you have to have in your heart that Hashem is the one that's running the world. And he gave me a beautiful answer. And this is what I love about meeting Tzadikim. You know, he told this guy or his, his, someone that was helping him. He, was, he said, open up on your phone the end of Sefer uh, Rambam and then the end of Mesat Tisharim. And he gives me the phone and he says, read it. And I read it and I was shocked. Pay attention to this. It says at the end of the Sefer, uh, the Rambam, I forgot which one specifically, it says, it was explaining what, it, what does it mean, a righteous man lives with his emunah. And it said there that if a person is walking on the street and he has a desire, a, a feeling of curiosity, you should know, by the way, that curiosity, sakranut, is the yetzahara in itself. If you have a curiosity, many, many people are, are curious. I want to know what's going on. I want to know this. I want to know that. This curiosity is the yetzahara because it's not good. It's, it's not... The curiosity never comes from a good place. It's always something that you don't really need to know. And then when you get there, it's like, okay, I want to know who won the game, the Lakers or the Knicks, whatever. And you get to that, and then you end up watching the game, the highlights, and you end up, you, then you want to see the full game. Then you just wasted, you know, a whole hour on just following that curiosity thought. And he said, if a guy is walking on the street and he has a curiosity to look up and see who's around him, then, and he doesn't do it because chances are there's immodesty around him he gets rewarded for for and i was shocked i was fighting with him i said how is that possible what do you mean do you know what the schar of learning torah is and he said yes if you are out and about and you fulfill the torah you get that is the whole interpretation of you get the reward of learning torah because you controlled yourself and you did what hashem wanted you to do in that moment when you fulfill Hashem's will, that is the whole essence of creation. And I was like, wow. And then I asked him a question. I said, okay, so I had a feeling that before I met, before I met you, I was about to meet you. What's that called? He told me, it's called Ashkachar Prati. You had a feeling in your soul that you're about to connect with a different soul. That's exactly what it meant. And then we ended up shooting the videos together. And I went to Israel. Israel itself was phenomenal. I did a, I had a seminar in Jerusalem, Jerusalem with Rabbi Bezrahi, Rabbi Snirguera, and another rabbi. Uh, I, I forget his name. They gave out all sorts of USBs and tzitzit. And that one thing I love about the Israeli people is that uh, the Israeli speakers, rather, is that they always do kabbalot in the crowd. Like they say, who wants to accept in themselves forty day modani, 
40 days shakri, 40 days guarding your eyes. For women, 40 days snu, uh, 40 days deleting, or, or who wants to accept themselves, delete all their immodest pictures from Instagram and TikTok. Like, they're very open in Israel. It's, it's, a, it's definitely a vibe, and I'm going to bring that here. With Hashem, when Hashem gives me the merit to give my own classes, I'm going to bring that accepting yourself things and give out presents. It's like amazing. You see people in the crowd, it's like, oh, my friend's taking on Shabbat. Let me take on Shabbat also. It's like, it's this energy in the air, which is incredible. And Baruch Hashem, I got to meet Rabbi Snirguera. Hashem was Zochemi to make a video with him and even to be featured on his Instagram page, from which I heard from his manager that no one gets that. And I also got to meet the Yanuka. We shot an eight minute video together, which is incredible. Uh, the Yaduka told me many things personally, but what I took away from him is that he said, There's no good advice in life, rather prayer. People always ask for advice and they look for the best therapists and the best things. But he said, there's no advice, though the best advice is tefillah, is prayer. And I had a really inspiring trip to Israel, I'm not going to lie. I grew a lot the past two weeks and all I did literally was just go to my minyanim. I listened to my shiurim. And that's it. And, and, that's, and that's really life for you guys listening. I know a lot of people listening to this are young and confused and don't know what. Uh, one thing I could tell you is that life will always be, life will always have a lot of questions. You're never going to know exactly what you want to do. But take that Arizal's advice. How do you know what your purpose in life is? By doing what you love to do and by overcoming the hardest thing for you. How many women, for example, overcame modesty and opened up their own modest clothing brand and now they're selling modest clothing and they're inspiring girls while they come to the store to buy clothing? How many men overcame their gambling uh, addiction and ended up using this money to give tzedakah? Like, there's so many things that a person could do on the good side if he overcomes the bad things. And one thing I can tell you from my own personal experience and it's sources all over the Torah for it, that the best thing you could do in your life is to sit down, to learn Torah, and to believe and trust Hashem. And Munan Bitachon will take you very far. And if there's one thing that you could study every single day, or Vigal says, if you have 10 minutes you want to dedicate, learn Shara Bitachon. The book Shara Bitachon will remind you every single day that there is a creator in the world, and that there is someone, there is not someone, there is a being rather, that is running your life and that wants the best for you. And that is, that is exactly why we have parents, we have parents to teach us the importance of loving and respecting uh, Hashem because the relationship with your mother and father is like the relationship you have with your creator because they take care of you and despite when we disrespect and disobey our parents and go against them for months, for years, for weeks they always are there and they're always looking after us they're always taking care of us and they always continue to give uh, having parents is the gift that keeps on giving and that's exactly what it's like with Hashem. We go against Hashem, we rebel against Hashem, but you know what? Hashem believes in you, Hashem loves you, and Hashem wants a relationship with you. Uh, I heard of a who say in the shiur that uh, Hashem is Hashem is constantly recreating the world. He hits refresh, refresh, refresh. Every millisecond, even less than that, fraction of a millisecond, the world's being recreated. That's why there's no bad moods, there's no bad day, there's nothing bad. Because if you really take yourself out of the out of the picture, and you don't, you know, absorb your, yourself with yourself, you see that Hashem is running the world, and the life is bigger than you and your problems. And really, what's happening to you is for your betterment, because Hashem wants to craft you and to shape you and to mold you to become the best you. And these difficulties, these difficulties that you think are difficult, are really the best thing that could possibly happen to you. You know, I lost my grandfather a few months ago and we obviously visited his kever in Israel 
and it was really hard for me but you know i'm like yo hashem you you uh, you gave me the zikhu to bury him you gave me the zikhu to be there for him and it's not that i lost one of my best friends you know I, I was even calling him after he passed away like by accident i would call him a few times i used to call him every morning sometimes you know just to get advice or just to talk about things and i and I, I i changed my attitude and it's funny because right when i lost my grandfather ravi galcon lost his his granddaughter so i was able to listen to that shiur and get a lot of chizuk obviously i'm it's horrible that we both lost someone but he said in the shiur that hashem natan hashem lakach hashem 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 took Hashem, Hashem gave and Hashem took. May Hashem's name be blessed. It's not that you lose someone in your life or it's not that you lost something or lost money or lost a shidduch or got rejected or anything of that nature. Hashem gave it to you to begin with. And if you use that mentality of gratitude, then you can go very far in your life. There's a lot of yeshiva bacharim that don't even know what hakarata tov means on the basic level. And it's not that, it's like you were zochet to be able to go out with this girl. And even if someone has to go on 50 dates, 100 dates, you know, to find their shidduch, you're, allowed, you're being able, Hashem is sending you dates to begin with. And it's the same thing with business. 100 phone calls, 200 phone calls. You finally made a deal. And the Rabban says, Ramban with the N at the end. It's not that you made a dollar. Don't think it's you, it's you making money. It's Hashem that's the one that's making money for you. So like, like we're saying, everything in life you have to be appreciative for. And even if it's hard things. You know, me, myself, I'm single. I'm in Shidduchim. I'm looking for a soulmate. I'm sure many people are also. You have to be appreciative for the process. And every girl you go out with, Hashem is truly, truly, or, or for, the, for the girls, every guy you go out with, Hashem is giving you a chance to meet someone new and to learn from them. And this person can potentially be the one for you. And, this, and honestly, something I've been realizing recently is that there's not even, there's no way to know who's the right one. You know, I used to pray in my tefillah, Hashem send me this kind of person with these kind of things and that. And recently I've been starting to realize how much of nonsense it is because I don't know what's good for me. I could take a paper and jot down uh, certain things, but the, at the end of the day, you have to pray, Hashem, give me what's good for me. Give me the kind of soulmate that I need to really reach a high place in this world and to really reach, a, not sorry, not this world, or reach a high place in the Lama Ba. Someone that's not focused on materialism and not focused on who's saying what and what's happening in this puny finite world we live in rather someone that wants to build something beautiful and wants to bring people together wants to spread love and wants to build a massive next world together because that's what we're living for the Masat Shem says in the first page this world is a hallway for the world to come and we're here to get as many mitzvah as you can if I told you I'm taking you to a room in this room there's diamonds and gold and silver you have one minute in this room you would make holes in your pockets that didn't even exist because you recognize the value of what's in the room and you also recognize that you're on a time that you're limited on time that's exactly this world we have to recognize the value of the Torah and the value of the mitzvah and the value of being closer to Hashem like it says in for me for my soul to be close to Hashem that's the best thing for me to ever to happen and we have to we have to remember this and like, like, and just to go back on gratitude, even if in business something goes wrong or in your personal life something goes wrong, you can always come back. You can always come back and you can always come back even stronger. Because as long as Hashem is waking you up, He believes in you and a person needs to believe in himself. He has to have the confidence to go and to do anything that his heart desires as long as it aligns with what Hashem wants. And obviously everything Hashem wants is good. We should all be zocheh to continue to grow and to continue to come closer to Hashem every single day because that is really what life is all about. I can sit here and give you the best advices in the world. But like the Yanuka told me, and it's Arak Tfilah. Sometimes the greatest advice has to come from within you. 
And sometimes that's found within your prayer to Hashem. And sometimes you learn things about your own soul and personality through the Dvekut. So what a person really needs is his creator. All the answers are within. Everything is within you. You don't have to go to a club or to go do shtuyot to be happy. Happiness is found from within. I like to always say that people can go all the way to the city or now all the vacations, Aruba, Cancun, uh, who knows where, you know, Yemach <laughs> Shemam, to, to feel something. But me and many other people can agree, we could sit in our room, open up a $15, $20 safe, read it for half hour and feel content. And that's where happiness is. Same letters as Machshava. Happiness is a mindset, my friends. And the only place that you can find happiness is within. And the highest level to reach above happiness and above peace is letting go. Because when you let go and you surrender your will to Hashem and you do your best in your life and release all of the expectations from people because people are imperfect and make mistakes, you will reach a very high level. I love you all. Thank you for listening to the podcast. Thank you for supporting the content. And may we make the world a better place. May we bring people closer to Hashem together. Please rate and share the podcast. And may we all be zocher to live a happy, a healthy, and a luxurious life filled with vekut to Hashem, spirituality, and nonstop happiness. Amen.